three, two, one. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to a new show. Um, this is going to be uh, Real Estate with Body. And uh, the premise of this show is going to be real estate. Um, so my very first guest, Nick Byrne, I appreciate having you on. Um, but what I'd like to do is, um, you know, pick some different agents' brains and then speak on the real estate uh, market here in um, the Toledo and surrounding areas, uh, which we're most, fam most familiar with. But um, I'm sure some other areas will pop up. But this is a, um interesting topic that, that I have plenty to speak on. So. Sure. Um, so starting out, how has everything been on your end as far as uh, so it's January right now. Have mm -hmm. things yeah. picked up for you, slowed down? How are you seeing the market from your perspective? As far as like seasonally? Yeah, as far as seasonally. And, and you know what? And this is a different time than, than normal altogether, I, I feel. Um, but I have not been in real estate as long as you. So you've seen more trends than I have. So how do you feel uh, in this time frame, year by year playing it back, do you feel that it's busier this year? Do you feel that it's slower this year? What have you seen on your end? So as far as like seasons go, mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it's we're, we're slow. Yeah. Um, like than we were in the summer. W 100%. But compared to 2020's winter, 2019's winter. Yeah. 2018's winter. Yeah. Like these winners have gotten incre like incrementally busier yeah since uh, just just because of the lack of inventory i believe okay so all right um so yeah it is slower yeah but just comparatively y yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so, so I mean? sl slower to the summer right but Correct. but i feel like it so i expected it to slow down like big time like i expected a big drop off and um it it while it has slowed down um, I feel that it, it's minimal compared to what I expect. I think it's still like there's still a lot of activity going on. I mean, like I feel like there's still a lot of people looking for a house that were kind of in a situation where they couldn't find the house they were looking for over the summer. There was a lot of competition. Um, and, you know, um, some people are still or some people wanted to wait, actually. And so now's this slower time. And so pe people waited until now. And so there's still activity going on. As opposed to, like, a dead stop of what I, I guess, like, in my head I expected, you know? Sure. And, I mean, honestly, like, any agent that would tell you that there's a dead stop. Yeah. Like, whatever. At whatever. P pick an arbitrary day. Call it yeah. November 1st or Thanksgiving or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just because they're not working. Like, okay. there's always people buying home. Yeah. It's just a matter of finding them. Ooh. Okay. I like that. You I know? like that. So, so And just some seasons it's a little bit more difficult to find those people. Yeah. But, but I think what you were saying about – um about people waiting, mm -hmm. um, you know, some people only had FHA loans that they could get during the summer. Mm -hmm. And with the crazy amount of offers that we were getting on houses, you know, 15, 20 offers, mm -hmm. you know, FHA offers were getting put to the bottom of the pile just because of the requirements of the loan, right? Yes. So um, a lot of the FHA buyers are out now that a, a bunch of the conventional buyers are out of the market because they've already bought their home or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It was very tough for, for FHA and VA loans. Uh, just because there was 20 plus offers on some houses and right. the people were putting those to the side. Um, and I feel like they're coming out now and I actually have a couple deals going on right now with, with VA uh, and FHA, right. which is super nice. Um, right. So yeah, it's changed a little bit. Houses too. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, something that I want to talk about on the show, like right away, like I want to jump into this one. And this is a conversation that I've had with multiple people. And I, I always get mixed reactions, but most of my uh, companions in the real estate business feel one way while uh, the answer that I get differently is from people who are waiting to buy a house because of this, this housing bubble, this, this, this market that's going to crash, um, and they're waiting because, you know, uh, why buy a house now? H have you seen how much houses have gone up? Um, I'm definitely going to wait until... Um, you know, there's a crash and then I'm going to buy them at those prices. And um, I just I don't have any kind of information to, to th in any way that indicates there's any kind of crash coming. I have no data for it. And um, before I get into what my opinion uh, is on it, um, I'll state it, but we can say some facts later. I, I don't think that anything like that is coming. 
What's your perspective on this? Because this is something that I've heard multiple times from multiple people that they'd rather wait until this crash comes. What right. do you think? Well, and I'm hearing the same thing. I'm hearing it from agents. I'm hearing it from buyers. Oh, you're hearing, hearing it from it agents from, as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I don't know if it's fear-based or what, but uh, what I do know and what I've seen, uh, based on what I see, uh, I believe that it's truly a supply and demand issue. Um, I mean, uh, when the housing market did crash, and we are fresh off of a housing market crash too, so I think yeah. with all the inflation going on, I think that a, a lot of people are thinking like, well, they have to come down, yeah. right? And, and I don't you know sound, if that's true. Before you continue, you sound way better when you get closer to that microphone. When I get closer so, oh to my mic. goodness, like it's a it's a new you. <laughs> it's a new you. So I'm just gonna just keep that in mind. Just okay, you I'm sound sorry. way better. I want everybody to be able to hear. what uh, I feel like this is important for so. sure. For sure. So, um, so we're fresh off a housing market crash, which is actually part of why demand is so high today. I mean, you can do a search in our local market mm -hmm. from. 2007 or 8 mm -hmm. to 2014 and the number of homes built is like under 200 like it is absolutely insane mm -hmm. how little housing was created during that time yep. okay so but but every year that went by during those years where no homes were being built there were still people coming of age mm-hmm creating families that needed to buy homes. So all of these home buyers were still created that normally would be created in that time, mm -hmm. but there just wasn't new housing for people to upgrade into to vacate entry-level housing yep. for, for these people, right? So so that's one of the that's one of the things. Right? Yeah. And, there, and and it's not just that simple, right? There's so many moving parts to yeah. the housing market and are we in a bubble, but but I do truly believe that it is a supply and demand issue. It's not artificially inflated because of bad home loans yeah. or, 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 or uh, unqualified borrowers yeah. having two and three houses or whatever, like we saw in that, that, that movie, right, where they're given strippers yeah. three houses or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, so that, that yeah. stuff's not happening today because yeah. of because lending restrictions have been so tightened up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that's and that's a that's a separate thing. The the lending restrictions is going to be separate than the inventory. So you've already touched on two of the things that I like that are not messed up to create that bubble. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then th and those are the two main driving factors in my mind. Right. Yeah. And and <clears throat> I think a lot of people do see a contraction coming in the stock market. Mm -hmm. And and I think uh, people also equate all markets together, right? If the stock yeah. market crashes, then so does the housing market. And, no. and I, I think it's definitely going to be impacted because yes. people always kind of tighten up. You know, they lose 20% of their their retirement fund and their 401k or whatever. Like, yep. uh, you know, but Yeah, know. it kind of affects their decision-making in other areas as well, which right. will have some effect. But it's not like if stocks go down X amount, the housing market is going to – those are two different markets. Right. They're two different markets. Right. And while there's some correlation, it's not a direct – one to one for sure you know what i mean yeah so and the other thing too that i just want to do bring up because there one part of the lending does will have an effect mm -hmm. on um housing prices and demand when and because interest rates are supposed to go up three to five times or something this year that's what i heard i heard so three three times like mi yeah. i think they said minimal they want to raise it three times um don't quote me exactly but i that, that's what i've heard right yeah so in the event that that let's say, let's say interest rates go up a half a point, mm -hmm. I mean that's somewhere between fifty and hundred bucks a month or something, depending on your loan size, right? Yep. So, uh, you know, the bottom portion of the home buyers that are in the market mm -hmm. might get knocked out. Some of them are definitely going to get knocked out of being able to afford a house per the lending guidelines, right? Yeah, it changes everything. Yeah. Right, and so it basically knocks everybody down a peg. Yes. Or whatever, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Right? So, so that does definitely reduce demand, mm -hmm. which, you know, is going to affect home prices. But I, but I think it's going to be a plateau. I don't think it's going to be a dip. Okay. And if it is a dip, I think it's going to be a slight dip. And even if it is a slight dip, I think that when the market recovers, it's going to go higher anyways. So, especially with what inflation is doing right now, right? Yeah. So it's like. So. 
all in all, your perspective is that there's no there's no big crash coming. Like there's no dive in in, in housing prices. Um, like nothing that's gonna go down to any, especially anywhere near two thousand eight. If people have that expectation that it's gonna be like two thousand eight again, and um, I really don't see it. I, I don't. I really don't. I don't. Um, it's it's certainly possible, but I mean, my my perspective is barring any unforeseen yeah. craziness in the world, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything is with an asterisk that anything can happen, <laughs> right. nope. To cr- to yeah. create like worldwide turmoil, like things can change drastically. Right. So, right. um, but without that in the scene. With what we currently can see on the table, I, I just don't see the indication of it. And um, so I'll, I'll, I'll all, all the points that you touched on, uh, low inventory is the, is the big one. Um, I, I think another thing on top of that was the shutdown in 2020 with COVID just gave people the opportunity to kind of think about what they're doing, save up their money, and kind of speed up the process of them preparing themselves to buy a home, which has put more people on the market while the inventory was already low. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see us catching up from that. So even when the interest rates go up now, right, they're going to go up this year. It's been stated. I don't know how many times or how much, but the fact that it'll go up is, it seems like a very high probability that they've stated at this point. I and you're right, it's going to knock some buyers off, right? Because it's going to reduce the amount that they're approved for. There's still so low of inventory and so many people out there that I don't see it creating a situation where it's going to switch what kind of market, which we're in a seller's market right now. And I don't see that changing because of that at all. Um, so I just, as a matter of fact, it, like you said, there could be a plateau, right? And then rise right back up after that. Like, I don't see the downhill, but if you if you look back from, like, the 1900s to, like, now, 2008, 2009 is the only time in history that houses crashed the way they did. Right. They've leveled out. They've dropped slightly because of interest rates, and then they go back up. Right. But – to the extent of what they did, that's the only time since the 1900s that we've seen that happen, and I don't see a repetition of it. So the reason I state all that is I, I just don't think it's a good idea for the people who are waiting to buy a house. I really because don't. Because interest mm-hmm. rates are going to go up, right? So they're, they're less buying power there. Even if the houses plateau or even were to go down slightly because of negotiations, I don't think starting – Prices will change, but I think we may be able to negotiate price down a little bit, maybe depending on the house and how much competition there is, but it's not going to go down. And then regardless of whether it plateaus or goes down slightly, I think it's going to go right back up again. Sure. And so I feel like they're missing out. They're missing out on the opportunity to, you know, I see every home purchase as an investment as well as, you know, you're you're living in your home. You want your comfort. I, I understand, but it's uh, it's an investment. You 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 want to be in a situation where your house is worth more than what you paid for it. Right. Right. We all do. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Um. So I I feel like they're missing out on an opportunity to see that increase because they think there's this drop coming, and I don't see any benefits from it. Like no. I, I I just don't think it's um, I think if that's the only thing holding you back, right? Because there's other issues that could come up that are sure. stopping you. Yeah. But if you're like, yeah, I'm completely ready. I could do this 100%. But I'm gonna wait because there's a crash coming, and I, I don't I don't I don't think it's the right time to do that yet. I think that is, and you know, I can only express so much why I think that's a bad idea. Um, I I try to relay that, but there's some people who are stuck and have their feet like dug in that it's gonna be a crash. Well, and you can look at it from another perspective, too. I mean, like, uh, let's just compare it to the stock market, even though we've already established it's not the stock market. Yeah. Okay. Um, If you asked a financial advisor, hey, what should I do with this $50,000 I want to invest in the market? They're not going to tell you to time the market and try to hit it at at an all-time low. They're not going to because nobody knows. Yep. Right? So, so. So, and, and it, this has been proven mathematically, the dollar cost averaging, right? Like instead of taking your $50,000 and dumping it all into something day one, you take $2,000 a month or three or whatever, you know, whatever that yep. number is, and you invest it over time. That way yep. you 
you catch some of that stock l- as low as it goes, but you're still getting your money in the market. Because if your yep. money isn't in the market, you have no ability to make money. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a phenomenal point. That's an excellent excellent point to to think of, especially like the way to invest in stocks is th- you're right. You can't time that. You don't know. Nobody knows no. the lowest low it's going to get, the highest high it's going to get. Nobody has any idea. It's about investing over time, and and when you're ready, like you have to have the funds to be able to invest into that. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so and that's why I say the people who are like they're all the way prepared. They're like, yo, I you know I got my money saved up, my credit's good, but now's not now's not the time. And I'm like, now's absolutely the time. Like especially like right now, like right now, interest rates are so low that it's it's ridiculous it's it's the best time to go out and invest your money that we've ever seen historically like historically yes so like the fact that you want to wait for something to happen that would make everything that supposing that everything got worse but in that case more than likely interest rates would also be higher so like you're losing out double like i just i don't we know for sure that interest rates are going up that's one thing we know we know like the fed has announced that yes right and we know that interest rates have recently been at historical low levels. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a chance that they come back down. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we right know now that. is probably the lowest they're ever going to be, most likely. Most likely. Um, Just looking yeah. back historically how low they've gone before and where right. they hang around, this is a gr- – exactly. And we've also we, – we've also uh, – we also know mathematically – that you are way better off buying a more inflated asset at a lesser interest rate than a cheaper asset at a higher interest rate. Yes. Most of the time. Most of the time, the numbers will show that you're winning. Right. You're saving money, even though, let's say, you paid X amount over for the house with the interest rates being lower, you're still over the long run paying less than what you would have to get the house cheaper, but at a higher interest rate. Correct, because the interest yeah. is going to outweigh the difference that you paid. 100%. Yeah. But you got to look at all the numbers for that, and I for think sure. a lot of people don't. A lot of people look at, what's the price of the house? What's the price of the house? What's my monthly payment? Okay. And that's it. That's it. Right. Uh, and then there's no calculations done to see what the numbers actually amount to over time. Correct. Um, and then um, that's it's that's a little hard one. It's not hard to explain, but not a lot of people are interested in that side of it to look at it from that perspective. Interested, pun uh. intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a good one. Clean jokes, you know, clean jokes Lo- are good. Love it, yeah. love it. Um, <laughs> that was perfect. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't understand how to explain it in a way, you know. Everyone's going to go down their own path. I try to give the best information available. And I think uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is just to be able to have these conversations and sure. um, like uh, speak about those things. Because I can link a I can link a uh, video. Yes. To to explain this in numerical format so that it could make sense. To Love it. Too. We'll yeah. we'll we'll link it in the in the description so yeah, that people sure. can take a look at that. Yeah, because that's that's crucial information. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Everything shameless plug. Anything real estate, <laughs> shameless plug in here. Sure. We're good. Um, how how how's, how have things been on your side um, as far as competition? Like when you've uh, gone out to see houses, are you still in like the 20 multiple offer scenarios? Are you still like seeing a lot of that? It's it's lessened for sure. Yeah. Um, but if you – so uh, anybody that's not in our market, our like median price range is like 180-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're anywhere between like 150 and 260 mm-hmm. and you have a nice move in ready home, like those houses are still getting somewhere between, you know, nine and 12 offers depending yeah. on location, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm-hmm. But if it, I mean, if it's move in ready and clean and has even like a small HGTV vibe, right? Like yeah. it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yep. it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Th- those houses are still getting slammed, but yeah. I'm, you know, uh, my clients are finding homes that I put an offer in with a client last weekend uh, in Oregon, and it was a 189, and there was only like three offers, but the house wasn't super clean and crisp and moving ready. You know, yeah. it needed some carpet and some paint and blah, blah, blah. But it was in a good neighborhood, but yeah. there was only two other offers. 
Okay. So. But and isn't that like it's so weird? There was only two other. There was offers. only two other. There was only it was only a multiple offer situation with <laughs> two to three. Dude, don't like, get me started on the good old days. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't even know the good old days. The time that I jumped in was pandemonium and chaos. Right. And yeah. so this is also normal. Like right now, it's like oh, wow. There's only two three offers. This is a good time. Like right. <laughs> so, <you know? laughs> so yeah, time. If you, you want to know yeah. what the good old days look like? Ask your parents how it was when yeah. they bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> also ask what the interest rate was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Uh, things were very different back then. Very different. Um, so uh, do you see a lot of, um, out of town investors? I do. Uh, I, I get, I talk to a lot of people that want to invest in our market. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's just not really my bread and butter. Yeah. I don't, that's not really the kind of people I like working with. No. So no, I just, it's just not my thing, man. No. I, uh, Ah. I, uh, I'm on the opposite end of that. Why do you like that side of it so much? Why, uh, because, I, well, A, I have a general interest in it just to see kind of like what's going on. I like to see like some of the, sometimes they get really good deals and it's the way that they approach the situation. And I think I like phenomenal. I get to be a part of that and help them find some of those deals. And it's like awesome. Um, I like working with local investors, I think, like like big time. Right. I work with some out of state investors as well. But the thrill's just not the same, especially like I'm uncomfortable if you can't come to the house and see them. Like some of them want to do like video calls, things like that, like to see the property. And I don't think you can get the good uh, information, I'll say, like being there, seeing what the neighborhood is like, seeing what the house is like. See, like you can't do that unless you have like unless you're there in person it definitely weirds that. me out when people are like hey i want to make an offer on this property i've never seen before yeah, yeah. i'm like, like mm, i don't trust it like yeah. mm, uh, are you sure 100 like you know what i mean like i but working with uh investors in town is 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 so much fun and all they're doing is like well depending on who you're working with like i feel like they can take some houses that have like they have nothing going on and like really fix these things up and make an improvement to the neighborhood. And like, I think that's awesome. Now, mind you, investors are way more work. Like you're looking at a lot of properties, you're running a lot of numbers. So like, I get why like a lot of people don't like working with that's, investors. That's, that's what you're getting. You're hitting my button right uh, there. I'm I, like, I, eh. I, I, I know, I know. I, and I get it. And maybe I'll reach the point where I'm like, I don't, you know, yeah. I, no, I'm over this. But I get a general like I get I have fun out of it. Um, so I but I I like working with first time home buyers are my favorite. First time home buyers by far my favorite because they they want to know information. I like giving information like th this is all the information available and I want to help you make a good decision. Like that's literally it. Here's all the facts on the table and ask as many questions as you want. There's a general interest there. And I feel that. I feel that people who take things as like, I don't know much, teach me, end up getting more information and making better decisions as opposed to people like, I bought a house one time. I don't like, I don't need your help. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like, do you, and then, and then you go to tell them stuff and they're like, what, uh, what, like I, you have to do this? Like what's, what's earnest money? Right. It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, look, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I, yeah, right. you know, let's explain all this over again. And first time home buyers are a little bit more accepting of that. They they generally just want to know and like they have no information. So they're teachable. like, yeah, yeah, it's a clean slate. And they're like, just tell me what I have to do. OK, this is all the steps. And then I can break down each step. And then there's more of a of a general interest and in going in. I feel like they it's just better decision making for sure. Um, so that's my thing. So um, the so <clears throat> so what you just said, though, like so you, the investor takes a little bit more work. right? Yes. Absolutely. And, and, but you get, you get some knowledge from that. Yes. So you value that, right? Yes. The first time home buyer, which is the first, if, if I got to pick between a first time home buyer and an investor, I'm first time home buyer all day long. Me, me too. And the reason yeah. is, is because I, I'll tell you who my favorite buyer is first and then I'll tell you my reason. Okay. 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 My favorite buyer is buying their second home and has to sell their other home. Okay. Right. Because then. They get my full service. Yeah, one hundred. You know, I obviously make a little bit more money, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I, th those are my favorite yeah. because typically, um, those people, those deals typically go a little smoother mm -hmm. as well because uh, most of the people involved in the transaction have assets and they typically have a little bit more money. They're in a later state in their life. They have a little bit more money that the, if an issue comes up, like. Uh, there's an electrical box, is a box issue, you yeah. know, and it's a $3,300 repair. 
first time home buyers typically don't have an extra 3300 bucks to, to make that repair yeah. so that can be a deal breaker mm-hmm. whereas uh, somebody upgrading from their first home to their second home and then that person moving out of that home from their second home to their third home mm-hmm. hypothetically they they can typically absorb that cost and and you know everybody wins yeah right so those are my favorite buyers but you brought up a point about them about how they're they kind of know what they're doing already yep. and yep. that stuff can get a little messy but the reason that i like first time home buyers is because it's the most rewarding they're 100%. the most grateful and they it, it allows me to do my job in a meaningful way right they're they're excited to buy their new house it's a, it's new it's fun it's exciting i can share with them all the things i know yep. you know I've done so many transactions. That I have so much knowledge, of, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. No, no, no. But I have a lot of knowledge that I've gained doing that. So it's nice to be able to help them navigate the it effectively because they want the information that I have to yep. give them. Yep. Right. And some and you don't get that from the the, the second time home buyer. We've yep. already bought a house. We've yep. done this before. Same old song and dance. And yep. But but a lot of people don't realize that just because you bought a house five years ago, ten years ago, even three years ago. The market changes so dramatically. Mm-hmm. The the so sometimes the contracts change. There's so much stuff that changes in between now and then that like I would recommend anybody buying a house at all to to look a little bit deeper and maybe try to understand what has changed since they've bought a house. Yeah, I mean I have clients that bought a house three years ago, uh, maybe four, three and a half. Um, multiple offers weren't a thing. Yeah, I mean they were a thing, but they were just starting to become a thing. They like, were rare. No, they no, were no. Rare. Three, three years ago, that was that wasn't. They were rare. They were rare. Yeah, and and you know and like they're calling me like, hey, <laughs> we're kind of ready to sell our house because mm-hmm. we got all this equity. But it's like I don't know if I want to do this market thing. Yeah, with all these yeah, 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 offers. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it just goes to show you know in such short a time, things change. Right. Right. Yeah. Big time. So. Yeah. Yeah, the teachable ones are nice, and like you said, rewarding wise. Like I just I feel so rewarded when there's a, a first time home buyer and. I got to be a part of that. Like I got to be a part of that process. Like I got to share the information that I've accumulated and and serve them. And serve them. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's awesome. It's a good it's a good feeling. So those are my favorite. But I do I do like investors as well. I understand a little bit more work, but um I, I, I get a rewarding feeling from it as well. Um what about uh out of town? People from out of town and not as investors, but just moving in from out of town. Have you seen a lot of that lately? I have not seen a lot of that lately, but no. my, but you know, I, I do a decent amount of business, but not, you know, yeah. that's not a good, uh, representation of what's happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't, uh, but I, I think I've worked with, I've worked with like two or three people in the past year and a half or something. Mm-hmm. So not a lot. Okay. But from but out of town, from yeah. out of, out of state. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had, okay. Uh, I had a. I had a lady from California buy a condo here, okay, uh, and and then actually a, a younger lady um, buy a, a house for her family here. She was relocating to be closer to her family. And okay, yeah, yeah. So. I've seen, I've seen, um, I've had some people from uh, Vegas, from Vegas, huh? Yeah, from Vegas. Why from Vegas? Uh, they wanted they to get out of Vegas. Did you did you the ask them why? Yeah, th- because they had an influx of people from California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just said it out loud. <laughs> I just realized that. I don't know. That's hilarious, though. Yeah. Funny, I know. Though. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, and it's real. Right? It's real. So it's it's funny, super yeah. real. But I've had people from California, too, like here. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I didn't even. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. So so they had an influx of people from California and Vegas, and they were like, it's just not the same. We want to get out of here. So they wanted to get out of Vegas. They looked at some places. They looked at our market here, and our market is, you know, one of the cheaper markets in the United States. Like, For sure. Yeah. Like 100. percent um, What were we number one for investing on Yahoo not too long ago? Really? Yeah, yeah. You didn't see the link? I didn't. I, didn't. Ooh, I will send you the That's link. Yeah, it named Toledo, Ohio, as the number one place in the United States for uh, real estate investing. I'm just kidding. I'm actually interested in working with investors. I'm just. <laughs> 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 I love investors. Everything's yeah, oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, absolutely. They're so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. So I've seen a little bit of that, of people coming from outside of the state coming in. Um, I haven't worked with anybody who um, is moving out, though, like moving out of state. Oh, yeah, I've worked with one, one that was moving out of state. Um, so I see more more of a like a growing thing here in Toledo than than diminishing by far. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, 
especially now that you got all these people that can work remote. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like, why do I need to be in L.A. Yeah. When you know houses here cost five million dollars, when I could move to Toledo, Ohio, and live in a beautiful house for four hundred. Yep. Have some privacy. Have some land. Yep. Work from home on my internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They get more bang for their buck. One hundred percent. Way like, I, and I, I, I looked at the houses out in California in the price range. Um, yeah, I pulled four million out of my ass. I have no idea. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> but a million up. Like a million up is like they're like. I saw a house. I saw a house. Where there. were you looking specifically? Um, I, I, I can't tell you specifically. Uh, I, I can't hard pull question. it up. Hard question. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, it's <laughs> because oh, so. I don't want to put specific info on there on why I was doing that, but I was I was sure. looking at the markets and their their price range was, so for a house that you could probably get for somewhere around two hundred thousand here, cost above six hundred thousand there. Wow. And I was like, I was, I'm looking at the house, I'm looking at the yard, I'm looking at everything. It's like, you like it's just you get way more bang for your buck here. The weather is the only thing that, like, a lot <laughs> yeah. of people are like, the, the, I, and, I, and I've talked to some other people from California that have called and, like, hey, the market, this and that. And they're like, yeah, but it snows there. <laughs> After everything and all the numbers and everything yeah. that we talk about, they're like, great. Oh, my God. And this house is great. The area looks phenomenal. Did but you tell them about sledding? There. Yeah, <laughs> no, I did. I should have. <laughs> I was like, but don't you know? <laughs> There's so much that you could do with this. Yeah, don't don't tell um, them about uh, like skiing or snowboarding. Yeah, we don't have yeah. hills here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> or mountains. Yeah, I mean, we have yeah. some hills. But we, we have little hills. Yeah. You could you could just sled down. Yeah, that's about like, it though. This that's is the Great Plains people. Yeah. This is <laughs> 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 um, but when you're looking at it from the point of like you said, you can work remotely. And you can get this house here for X amount cheaper than house anywhere else. Like it's it's um, I think that's had a major impact on why people are coming this way uh, and starting to notice it a little bit more. Uh, on top of I think there's a lot of things going on in Toledo that is it's just a growing city. I absolutely love Toledo. I used to talk so much smack about Toledo when I was Same. younger. Yeah. And uh, and then um, as like I actually learned about this and and the city's grown. I can't say it's just because my my vision on it has changed It's because there are things that have happened that have changed my vision as well. Like with the mud hens, with the walleye, with the development going on, uh, especially downtown, uh, downtown. I mean, I, I used to not be my when I was younger, my parents were like, do not go downtown. There was, and, and there there was, was nothing. a reason there was nothing downtown. Uh, yeah. Well, positive. other than possibly getting mugged. Uh, yeah. yeah there was right? a, there was like, no, nothing positive downtown. Yeah. And now um, it's there. There's so much uh, rebuilding of yeah. our old historic buildings. People, uh, there's a lot of people going down and renovating them and yeah. putting storefronts on the first floor and beautiful loft style apartments above them. Yeah. And there's there's so, and and then the uh, what did they do that the uh, the they changed the the liquor regulations mm -hmm. so you can like walk between Dora bar. and Aura. Dora and Aura. That's yeah. Dora and Aura are phenomenal because you can walk around with your drinks outside and enjoy it when it's warm out. Not now. Uh, <laughs> you can try it now, but it's just not eight the months. Same. Eight yeah. months out of the year. Yeah. Eight Nine months maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> that you can't enjoy it. That you can't <laughs> uh, but no, it's super nice. And then because there's so many more locations open, you can literally walk around and visit. And they have like different local shops downtown, which is awesome as well. Um, so you can like there's things to do, especially with those little VOs. Have you rode any of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those, those are fantastic. Those are so much fun. They're fantastic. Way better than the, the bikes that they had before. Like Way better. Like 100% better. Not to knock on the bikes. I, I no, understand. bikes are great yeah, and yeah. exercise and I, all that I stuff. I get it. But those VOs, riding around on those things. Like, you can get anywhere super cheap, super fast, and just and enjoy the ride there. Like, it's super, super, super fun. Yeah, me and, um, uh, me and my girl went down there. Uh, we, we did that for a date one night. We, we literally went downtown. Ate some food somewhere and rented vios and just just ride around. There's so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like our downtown is not huge, where it's like there's way too many people here. Like I am over this. Like I need to get out of it because I I I I sometimes don't like being around large, large, large groups of people. It's not my style. I like low key kind of stuff for sure. Um, so downtown is not too small where it's like dead and there's like nothing. 
you know? And it's not too big where you're like, oh, this is overcrowded and ridiculous. It's a nice little mix where you can walk around. You can walk around, ride around, see all kinds of people out and about because of those doors and auras. Like, they're walking around. And there's things that don't even involve the alcohol. There's so many events they do at that little um, Hensville right across from the Mud Hens. Like, they do little concerts and stuff. They're like, that's all kinds of awesome. Stuff. Prometica Park is yeah. a, a – Prometica has done a lot downtown, they by have. the way. They changed they that – that whole landscape down there, they like did. big time, big yeah. time. So, uh, the, all improvements. Yeah, Seagate you know. Center has been remodeled. Yeah. There's always, I mean, there's something there oh. almost every other weekend. Yeah, yeah. So and they're still working. They're do, what are they? They're doing like platforms outside of the Seagate Center. I saw those that I are overlooking the mud hens. Yeah, and I don't know the exact details on that. I don't either. Somebody told me it was something to be able to view the games or something. I don't, I don't know though. I got to look into that a little bit more. But I, I thought it was super cool what they were just, just having something out there to overlook. Yeah. And that direction is, is, is nice. It's super nice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, because there's a parking garage across the street from there that you can actually see into the stadium from. It's oh actually, yeah, it's actually perfect for fireworks. Oh yeah, yeah, because they do fireworks after the games a lot. Yeah. So uh, if if you park in the parking garage, you park on the top floor, right? Yeah. And then you just leave the game like middle of the last inning. Yeah. And you just sit by your car, and you can see you get a perfect view of the fireworks. Oh it's great. my goodness! Pro tips. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that yeah. a lot. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, fireworks are nice downtown. They they spend some money on those fireworks, man. They got some good fireworks shows. Um, especially when they do their own, uh, like Fourth of July shows and all that. Uh, I've fireworks. been down there for those in a while. Huh? Yeah, they're huge. They're like they're huge, huge. Like they're super nice. Hmm. Uh, inside the stadium, though, I have to say it's a better experience because of the music and everything playing with it. Like that, you it's it's a better feel for the fireworks and everything uh, going on. Um, show, I get it. Yeah, it's, I'd rather it's be nice. away from the people. Yeah, I get it. I get that's it. Just I, get, me, though. I, I get it. I get it. I like that tip though. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, that's nice for if you didn't go to the game and you just want to see the fireworks. Never done that before. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, things like that have changed my view on what Toledo was. Like I, di- I didn't see that before, and then I'm seeing, um, you know, people coming in jobs. Uh, Peloton is is now making um. I, I'm not sure if it's their headquarters or what, but they're opening up um, uh, a building down here downtown, which yep. is going to bring more people in, which I think is great. Um, I mean, that's aside from the other things that we just talked about. There's, there's a lot. Um, Amazon moving their facilities here, yeah. uh, which is cool because I get things in like a day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, that's my favorite part of that. Dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I can't order, wait till the same day. I want a drone to bring me my stuff, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Like, order it before three yeah. o'clock and have it tomorrow before two. Yeah, yeah, yes. all the time. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. those. But I want it like order by noon, get it at four. A little drone drops it off. I'm waiting for that. I'm with that's this. Gonna I'm, be great. I'm waiting for it, dude. They got windows like in the top of the Amazon building. Uh huh. And I wonder. I've been wondering this. I don't know if they're gonna do it, but I've been wondering if that's where the drones are gonna come out. Ooh. <laughs> we don't. We just every we morning get, like yeah. Beep. oh that'd be awesome i can't wait one day yeah one day it's gonna happen um again all improvements that have happened to the city that have changed my mindset on it and like make me appreciate it more and especially some people who are like oh there's nothing to do in the cities like there's so much more to do in the city but there's also this you have to be interested in finding out right because a lot of people are just like there's nothing to do here have you been to the zoo the number one zoo in the country yeah because yeah. that's here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and you can yeah. go in the winter. Yeah. For the lights. Yeah. Which are cool. Yeah. The lights are super cool. Yeah. And the 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 music with the lights in that little central area, oh, yeah, it's it's, cool. it's phenomenal. Yeah. With some hot chocolate cuz I'm always freezing there, for but sure, like man. yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um but the the little museum of science that they opened up there is so amazing. Cool. Amazing. Dude, everything amazing. at that place is cool. Yeah. I'll give you that. The aquarium everything. that they did, the, uh, the aquarium's sweet. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I would say I, I do kind of prefer the older aquarium. They added so many cool tanks. Yeah, but I like the older aquarium better just because I'm kind of old school. I just really, yeah. <sighs> I I I don't really know. Good. I'm still in a mix of toss up between it because I, that middle tank took up a lot of space, but they got a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah. So I'm 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 torn. But my, the aquarium's always the f- my favorite spot. So, um. I think next I think to the the Museum of Science now though. So, I think my biggest gripe, and it's a very minor gripe, mm-hmm. and I'm just a weirdo, mm-hmm. is <coughs> you the old aquarium. You could kind of just like walk back and forth to whatever thing that you wanted to to look at, mm-hmm. and this one you you have to go in a certain order. 
the it's like they, they you have to go in a circle you. yeah yeah they you have to, you. yeah and i'm just like like i don't like, hurt me don't hurt don't, me don't ah. hurt me yeah. you make me go this way I like the reptile they have a dog house. behind That's you barking like the reptile like, house bro yeah. because the, the reptile, reptile house is you can you could just go pick like, a direction i want to go see the king cobra first because yeah. i like the king cobra and that yeah. king cobra's been there my whole life basically yeah. so i'll go, I'll go <laughs> see the king cobra yeah that's my favorite thing, to see. and that's yeah. the very first place I go. But yeah. it's like in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not forced. Right. You're not forced. I want to see the glow, the glowy-eyed fish that yeah. they have the black light on. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But I can't do that until almost last now. Is it almost last? No, no. It's about midway. Through. Minor gripes, bro. Yeah, They're minor gripes. They're minor. Minor, minor. Uh, but there's there's the zoo that you can do here. There's the zoo that you, you can do. You know here. what I, I and I'll tell you. And so this is kind of. Uh, so there's the mud hens, there's the walleye. So entertainment wise, we have pl- there's plenty of things going on at the Huntington Center all the time. Uh, we have plenty of local restaurants. Um, we have uh, like, aside from like New York, we have I think we have the most restaurants per capita, or we did at least prior to COVID. Okay. So we we're a test market for I didn't restaurants, know that. especially like fast food chains. Like we always have like random. Uh, random items that like taco bell and like mcdonald's oh, that they okay, try okay. out here nice and if they succeed then they sometimes roll them out nice i yeah. didn't even know that that's Fun super fact. awesome yeah yeah i like that so the, so we have plenty of things here right that's that's in-house the things i'm talking about toledo but location wise i feel like we just sit so perfectly where if you're like you know this weekend i'm gonna go to chicago you're a short drive to chicago it's like Three five, and a half, four hours. Four hours, four yeah. hours, <clears throat> five, four, five. It's four. The time change always messes me up, and I'm always like, "Is it four hours or five hours?" Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. four hours driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Detroit, forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. You're in Detroit. Yep. Um, I've gone to New York, which is a ten-hour drive. You've driven to New York? Yeah, that's cool. I've never yeah. been to New York. I want to go to New York. I want to go into New York in the summer. I went for New Year's, and it was freezing, and it was still beautiful. But I was freezing the whole time. I want to go in a little warmer climate and okay. like explore more. Um, New York is beautiful though. There's a but uh, there's a, a lot of people everywhere. Yeah, a lot of people everywhere. Like all the time, you can't get away from it. So it's a conundrum with me, huh? I wouldn't love that. That's that's why it's a conundrum with me because I'm like, mm, I just want some space. Right. And I <laughs> but there's so much to see there, and that I th- that city would not be the same if it were if there weren't the people there. Like oh, sure. th- you know what I mean? That's a, that's a part of the experience for New York. So for for that particular place worth it. Canada is literally an hour away. Dude, you can be in Windsor in an hour. In, in an hour. In an hour. Assuming that there's not a line at the border. Yeah. <laughs> um as a matter of fact, Toronto's like 5 hours. Yep, I've been to yeah. Toronto. Toronto's nice. It's a nice quick drive. Toronto's a five, the same as Chicago. Right. Five hour drive. And yeah. we're in, uh, uh, you know, a whole nother country. And Toronto's a beautiful yeah. city. I've never been there. It's beautiful. I'm going in March for the first time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Bad Bunny it. has a concert up there. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be, cool. be up there for a little bit. I'm going to explore. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, and so that's just to say outside of the things that I feel that we have to offer here, we're, we're only a short drive. To a lot of other places to to visit and experience new things, right? Like, and then come right back. The cost of living in Toledo, Ohio, is one of the cheapest in the country. I think we were third cheapest in the country for cost of living. Um, and then, uh, uh, real estate is one of the cheapest in the country as well, right? So, like, we just have a lot of things that are just make sense. And since we've been growing and things are going in a positive direction. I just have good feelings overall about about the city and what what it can do and uh, w- the direction that we're headed. Yeah, dude, so. I'm totally with you, man. When yep. I was in high school and stuff, like I, I was like, I'm getting out of here and yeah. I'm never coming back. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> never coming back. This I place did. is a garbage pile. Yeah. What am I gonna do the rest of my life here? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and uh, I had that same mentality. Yeah. It's weird. Um, but I did. I I I, I explored for a little bit bigger cities, and then I was like. Mm. I'm going back to Toledo. Um, it's a nice place to raise a family. It's a super nice place. We have good family. schools. We're oh. spread. We're, we're not all crammed in. We have really yeah. nice suburbs. Yeah. We're what? How far away are free? Detroit's an international airport. So, I mean, you want to yeah. go to Mexico? Yeah. Hour drive? Yeah. Five hour flight? You're in Mexico. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Super, super simple. It's great. I always fly out of Detroit as opposed to flying out of Toledo. Well, there's really not that great of flights in Toledo unless you're like flying Spirit straight to Florida. Because yeah. you can get some yeah. real like... You, I, I've seen tickets for like sixty bucks out of Toledo to I, Florida. I, I I can't ever get. I got I got them through Detroit. They ended up being cheaper. What? 
What? Yeah, and I flew from <laughs> Detroit to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> what it co- it cost me forty five bucks. Yeah, forty five bucks. Forty five bucks. I was like, "Yep, I'll take it. I'll wow. take it." Yeah, it was. It was. Couldn't call nobody. Huh? Couldn't call nobody. Tell them about that deal you found. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you can find them all the time, bro. Get on there. <laughs> get on there. Just get on the website. Just look it up. It's me randomly looking at flights. Like, man, I, I'm going to Florida. Yeah, I was like, oh, forty five dollars. I can go to Florida for for a weekend. Like, <laughs> just come right back. I got like, forty five bucks on my yeah, change jar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely taking advantage of that. So flights are actually really st- uh, they're still pretty cheap right now. Now's the time to buy they're the probably tickets. Probably getting cheaper. Because oh, of the, yeah, 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 more stuff going on, and that's the worry because I'd like to plan out some trips for the future, but I, I, you don't, you just don't know. If you, like, uh, if you, this is not a plug, okay, but uh, Delta, if you fly Delta, you, uh, you can, as this long as you don't like plug, cancel the day before, <laughs> it's not a plug because I don't care who you fly with, <laughs> I don't care who you fly with, <laughs> just keeping it real, yeah. Uh, if you, um, you can't cancel, okay, but. Typically, you can get flight credits. Okay. So yeah. if something happens and you can't go somewhere because of an outbreak or you don't yeah. feel comfortable or whatever, yeah, you can. Because we've done that. Okay. I've done that twice in the past year. I was supposed to go to Hawaii, and then Hawaii basically did like a a, a COVID passport or something. Yep. And and I was just nervous that I was gonna like test positive or something when I got there, and yeah. then I got a quarantine for a week when I get there, and it just wasn't worth yep. it. Yep. So we just got flight credits. Yeah. And that was fine. Yeah. And I just literally, you know, it was easy. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. So not, but not bad. But Delta's a little more expensive than Spirit. Anyways. It, it, it is. But it'd be worth it if you can switch it up like that. But I I just have a, I don't know. I, do, I just don't know. Like things are open and then things are closing down. And like I, I just, I, so I don't feel, and I that's probably why flights are so cheap right now. Because everyone's in the same boat. We're like, mm, what am I going to go to Disney World for if it could close? You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, for no, sure. nobody knows. Um, but that's out of our control. There's nothing we can do there. Nope. But, but every once in a while, like if I can find the, that's why I did it on a quick thing is like, oh, the tickets are 45 for like this next weekend. And I was like, I can go this next weekend. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to go yeah. visit family and stuff like get in the sun, being in the sun helps out, especially in the winter time, going somewhere warm just yes. to, yeah. And, um, so, th- and that's a lot of people's gripe with, with this, like the people from California, like it snows there. It's like, yo. We can get our plane ticket and leave and come back. Like it's not like you know, it, yeah. It, uh, it's not the a deal breaker for me. Like no. Um, and honestly, uh, it's kind of nice. Four seasons are kind of nice. Like, cause it's not just like always hot, always the same, or always cold. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like so, we get a pretty good mix. And like no. fall is like fall and spring are probably my favorite. You know. But yeah, I I I feel like we've gotten. Um, we have not gotten the falls that I remember. Like, this fall wasn't as bad. Last year went like straight to winter. Like we skipped. There was like two days of fall, and then it was straight winter. This year it was a little bit longer. But I like seeing the leaves changing colors and falling, and like wearing a hoodie and being comfortable and like that kind of weather, as opposed to like like I said the year before. I feel like it ju- we just skipped straight through. For sure. Yeah, dude. Well, one of the other things that we didn't mention about all the cool things to do here mm-hmm. are the metro parks oh yeah we have yeah, so yeah. many cool metro parks yeah. that like uh, there's like 17 metro parks within like 20 minute drive of me and oak openings is just expansive yeah there's sand dunes and there's so many cool things yeah and i, I and love there's nice I love trails the there too parks. there's nice trails yeah. and uh um bike riding trails and stuff there too bike right they have cross-country uh, skiing trails in the winter. Oh snap! I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, they got all kinds of. Yeah. And and they're now they have the tree houses that you can run out. Yes, I haven't I haven't done cool. that yet. I yeah, haven't done that. I want to do it. Yeah, I do it. too. I do too. But it's it's like, I think it's like stuff. backed up. I don't think you yeah. can just call them up and be like, "Hey, I'm coming this yeah. weekend." I think it's like a, you know, a yeah. couple weeks out. Yeah. Well, you can get on their website. They can because I asked about it before, and you can actually register and like set it all up and and get yourself set up for a specific date that you can go out. How there far and do are that. they booked out? Do you know? Um, no. When I looked at it, they were booked out about a month. Oh, that's which not isn't bad. like horrible. Oh. No, 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 not at all. Um, but I haven't looked at it in a while, so I can't tell you right now what it's booked out to. That's but cool. but it's only like a website away, and you can like check it out and see that. So, yeah, I forgot all about the the, the metro parks, and they're yeah. building more. They're like building they're expanding more. on that big yeah, time. It's great. Yeah, um, they're doing a new one on um, on Front Street, East Front Toledo, Street? East okay. Toledo, over by where they built those uh, apartments. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right along the river there. Um, 
or, or huh? Right along the river. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So they, they, they did a park there already, which they're connecting to another park. They're actually doing an overpass over Main Street, where that Cherry Street, Main Street Bridge is, whatever you call it, um, where the um, um, old sports arena used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're building an overpass there to connect the parks because they have a trail, and it's like a three-mile trail that you can do. And then you can they're, they're connecting it so for people who are running, they can run over the overpass, they, they're, they're make a little bridge there, and continue into the other park that they're building now. Um, and then they're expanding it. Right now they're working on, like, phase two. And they're going to do um, – you're, you're going to be able to do kayaking from there, right? They're going to have a little station for kayaking. And they're doing, like, a uh, rope – um and floating obstacle course where like you walk on the little floaty pads and like grab onto the rope and get across. I was American like American Ninja Warrior. Uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, that seems like so exciting. Like I can't wait for them to open it up. Yeah, you know, it's a concept. I don't know. That's their game plan. That's what they're building. Right. Um. Right. But I'm excited for it. Like I yeah. want to see it. I will 100. percent I'll do that. that. I'll do it 100. percent I'll fall into the water. Yeah. 100. percent Yeah. I, I don't mind at all. Yeah. Um. We gotta we gotta record it. We gotta record. And we'll time it, and we'll see who can do the obstacle courses faster. Challenge accepted. Okay, all right. You guys heard it. You guys heard it. That's just that stuff's real. <laughs> real. Um. So, anything, anything else that you can touch up on our market, or anything else that you wanted to talk about on here? Because I feel like we've talked on the main points that I wanted to hit on the housing uh, bubble. Um, that whole market was one thing that I just really had to address, like and talk. And I'm gonna pick a lot of people's brain on that because I, I have um. Like, I just want to see everyone's um, perspective on that and reasons why. Um, and that was one of the main things that I wanted to talk about, aside from the other things that we I, – I think uh, Toledo's market has a lot to offer. It does. Um, but anything else you wanted to touch on from your perspective that maybe I missed? Not really, man. No? No? Not that I can think of. Any, other, any other plugs you want to put in here before we get off? Oh, I, I've seen you doing those things on TikTok. I've seen you spreading some good information on there. So okay, before, yeah, let's let's dive into that a little bit. How how have you felt diving into that a little bit more? Because it's something that we've talked about, and I want to, and I'm trying to, but I got to get to the point where I like I got to create some content on there. Social um, media has always been a challenge for me. Okay. Um, it's just, I, it's just not my day job, right? Yeah. So I don't understand the algorithms fully yet. Yeah. And like. Uh, but I've gotten some good views on on some of the videos that I've put out, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's 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 a new venture. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So I'm just trying to put some well. content out there that's educational to to help people make informed decisions. Love it. Um, I guess you know one other thing that I that I would like to talk about mm -hmm. um, is uh, you know maybe how to pick a a good real estate agent. Ooh, because I think that's one Ooh. thing that that a lot of people. I think the uh, the the National Association of Realtors statistic is like seventy three percent of people only talk to one realtor. Oh, and there's like, like if I'm that realtor, like yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> good for me, right? Yeah, but I think that it's important to 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 know that um, not all real estate agents are created equal. A hundred percent. They. Oh. We all have a license that we're required to get and mm -hmm. a test that we're required to get, mm -hmm. but after that, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like so. So you 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 go take a forty-hour class at the local business college. Yep. Um, you learn absolutely nothing about selling real estate. Mm -hmm. um, you learn a couple of the technicalities, right? The tech that you you learn the and some things not to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they don't really teach you how to effectively help someone through a real estate transaction correct they just, they just don't yep um so you know your cousin who just got licensed last week that you want to work with because he's family mm -hmm. might not be the best idea you know I, I just think that it's important that people interview more than one real estate agent 100%. like even when i'm that person that they meet mm -hmm. i encourage people that they should work with that they should not work with another realtor mm -hmm. but that they should interview another agent you know yeah. how much business do you do uh, how many, you know, what market do you work with investors typically? Do you yeah. work with first time homes? Like, who do you normally work with? Yeah. You know, uh, how many homes did you sell last year? Uh, I, I there, like it. There's there's a whole slew of questions that you should be asking your realtor. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, like, like back before the market got crazy, 
I used to, on average, get all of my clients 5% off at minimum. Like I, I looked up the average home sale and, mm-hmm. or the average list price and the average sale price of all my deals. And it was 5% or more almost on every deal. Nice. So when I would talk to a person, I'd be like, listen, I can get you at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it's just important. We're not all created equal. And it's important yep. that you can have a relationship with them because a real estate transaction is, we've been talking about it a lot today as an investment. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's not an investment. Mm-hmm. It is an investment, but it's also your home. Yes, 100%. Right? It's, an, it's an emotional thing. It's mm-hmm. where you're going to live, and there's a lot of money involved, typically. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so it's an emotionally charged thing yep. that people do. So it's important that you have somebody that you can trust, that you can talk to, yeah. that you're comfortable sharing confidential information with, like yeah. your finances, typically. You know, mm-hmm. that's, a con- that's something we, we have to talk to people about. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think about that? No, I, I, I love that. And I'm glad you stated that because I think you're absolutely correct. And everyone has a preference as well, right? Because some people want someone who's going to give you all the numbers. Some people want somebody who's just there to talk to you and comfort you through the whole thing. And um, do you, you know, do you want to, how do you feel about your real estate agent? Are you like, ah, like, do I have to talk to my agent today to do whatever? Or are you like, oh, I, I need to talk to my agent and tell him this. And I feel that it's important to have, you should feel like your real estate agent is 100% in your corner up at bat for you for everything. So when they're negotiating for you, you should feel that you have somebody who's trying to negotiate the best terms for you. Whether it's information like, is your realtor knowledgeable? Is this something that he does all the time or is he, does he have another job and he kind of does some real estate, but like not really. So, you know, they can go through some motions, but nothing beyond that. Sure. Um, so you should feel that you're being well taken care of and heard. Um, you know, we're, 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 I want to say we're all busy, right? Like we, we, we have things going on. So if they miss that call, like if I miss a call from my client, it is because I am in the middle of something. When I'm paying attention to one thing, I'm paying attention to that one thing. Sure. But the first thing I'm going to do is call you right back. Make sure everything's okay. Ask what's going on and try to help you from there. So are they being attentive to you? Right. You know what I mean? Are they actively lurk- looking at homes and sending you homes to look at? Um, do they know what kind of loan that you're working with specifically? Right. And are they narrowing that those houses? Because if you have an FHA loan and you're getting sent conventional houses that aren't taking these, like it's a little bit of a waste of time there. Mm-hmm. Is your real estate agent talking to your lender? Like, do they know what's really going on and is everything okay? And how comfortable are you with the services that you're being provided? Well, and I think yeah. one of the biggest problems is, though, is that people just don't know what to ask, mm-hmm. right? They're like, oh, my cousin Jim has a real estate license. He can help me. Yeah. Right? But it, but the problem is is that you you don't know until it's too late. Yeah. Right? You're, yeah. you're midway through the transaction and your cousin's – he's – you know, working his job at GM and you can't mm-hmm. get a hold of him or whatever, yep. you know, and, and, and I'm just pulling random BS. Yeah, 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 but yeah. It's just, I don't know. I think like the first question, if I'm interviewing real estate agents that I'm going to ask them is, will you answer your phone at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause or on a Saturday or, or on a Saturday, Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. Ooh, like, what time know. is football on? No. What's Saturdays? <laughs> Saturdays? What, what, time, is what time is the football? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch football, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I would figure out yeah. what time that is. Yeah. Be like, will you answer the phone at this uh, time yeah. if I call you? <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah. yeah, no, 100% though. Like how, how um, available are you as an agent? Sure. Like how available are you? Are you a full-time agent or a part-time agent? Right. That'd probably be one of my first questions. If I see a house that I like today, yep. when's the soonest I can get in? Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, things like that. But, you know, obviously those uh, those things change a little bit based on the market that we're in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like. You know, three years ago, I could have scheduled 10 houses for us to see next Tuesday. Yeah. And then we could look at your top three, you know, the following Tuesday. Yeah. Bring your parents. And now it's now it's like if you don't get in it. Yeah. You have to move as fast as possible. Um, And that being said, I mean, sometimes we have our schedules are pretty full. You know what I mean? So like, hey, I want to go see this house today. Wait a second. My like I'm scheduled. I'm booked up today. We can go tomorrow or. You know, I, tomorrow I'm going to be booked up. I do have these two times. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, so if it's a case where you're like booked up way too long, one of the best things like um, 
like being on the team is we have people that we can say, hey, can you go cover this for me so that we can we don't want you to miss out on a house because, hey, I was I was busy. I'm showing other sure. houses like, no, we have people that cover for us. So that's like a that's a, a bonus of working with somebody on a team like this. I, I think that we can still get you in there. Uh, but then there's also some houses where like, hey, this house has been on the market 80 days. We do not have to run there today or tomorrow. Right. I am available the day after. Let's go take a look. And, you know, I, I still um, so if I'm doing that appointment for two days out, I'll reach out to the agent and, and be like, Make hey, sure. yeah. Is there any activity? Are there any offers in? Is there any reason I have to rush? And um, so that's something to keep in mind is, is your agent being. Um, is communicating with that other agent and making sure that like, hey, I set the appointment for, you know, two, three days from now, but I didn't even check up on it. And now it's under contract because I had no communication with the other right. agent. Yep. Um, so that's something crucial to know as well. But, you know, so, some some people are, are putting too much emphasis on the rush where it's like, hey, I need to see this house and I need to see it today. And it's like, hey, that's, you know, I, I, I'm scheduled out today. I can't go in there tomorrow. Uh, and so there has to be some kind of understanding that we're oh, also, sure. you know, we're humans, we're and humans. We, and we're, yeah, we have lives. And exactly. And hobbies and, and, and personal stuff going on. And in other our lives. Yeah. yeah. Like there's 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 always like I'm tr I'm trying to get as much value out of my day. So I'm trying to book as much stuff and, and do as much as possible to help my clients as well. But if I don't have anything lined up, then maybe I have a personal thing lined up. And I have to adhere to that personal thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then right afterwards, if I'm pre let's go like I'm trying to get my clients in as fast as possible but they they have there has to be this understanding that you know they're not the only client right well maybe they are at the time but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know what i mean yeah. most of the times we're working with multiple people and we're trying we're trying to help everybody out at the same time so yeah it's not us just blowing you off and saying hey no i can't do that today it's like i I'm, i apologize i'll get you in there as fast as possible right right um and then another one that i'm um that i'll just touch base on right now just because of the market that we're in right now is a lot of people aren't understanding the importance of the pre-approval right now and um, I, I this this is I, I this is the perfect time to just touch on that is without that pre-approval, right? And if I don't if I don't know you and like you just called me up, hey, you want to see this house? I will more than likely go show you that house, but I'm going to ask you that question there: Do you have a pre-approval? Because it's going to be a complete and total waste of time if there's no pre-approval. Because let's say you love this house that we're looking at right now, and you really want to move forward with it. There's no way that we can move forward with it. Like they are not accepting offers right now if there's no pre-approval attached. Oh no, they're, they're not even considering. They're not even looking at. They're them. not at all. They're like, like it just goes to the side. They need that pre-approval. So like I'll I'll tell somebody that I'm like, do you have a pre-approval? It's very That's important. Like, it's like going to the grocery store with an IOU. Yeah. No, nobody's no, nobody's. No. They're not going to no. be like, okay, yeah, no. come back later. Yeah. No, you no, know? no. They're going to take the cash. They're going to take whatever form of payment they can first and yeah. sorry if you're too late right um so it's something that i've been trying to emphasize in the nicest way as possible is like hey you know we need the pre-approval to move forward and um you know well I, but i want to go see this house okay let's go see this house like that's, that's okay but i'll still emphasize and i'll only show them the one house because even that one could be the one that it's the house of their dreams and they're going to lose out on it because they're not listening to me on the pre-approval part and it's so like it's a it's a toss up between I don't want to push somebody off like I don't want them to think that like hey I don't want to work you know what I mean because they don't understand how important the pre approval is right. and I understand that they don't know how important it is so I'll go see that house with them but I will have that serious conversation and if they're not willing to get that pre approval there's not much that I can do to help them like oh I, yeah you know uh, the, here's the issue yeah. with the whole thing right it's like looking at houses as the fun part yeah right and that and, and i think that it's just a misunderstanding because everybody thinks that well i gotta find a house mm -hmm. right and then i go get the the money right but it, that, it's just, that's just backwards thinking and just it, it people just don't understand it right yeah and back three five years ago you could go look at a house and then get a pre-approval letter later mm -hmm. because the house is still going to be on the market yeah but it's just not like that anymore so you have to you 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 gotta do you gotta get your ducks in a row. Mm -hmm. You can't just skip straight to the fun part. Yeah, you got. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is, too. Yeah, like I saw this nice house. I want to go see it right now. Right, right. That's well, great, and I get that, I, and I especially get that emotional feeling. But let's say that is the perfect house for you. Then what? I mean, and and in all reality, like getting your pre-approval letter is almost before getting a realtor. I mean, technically, because because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like if. I don't know what kind of loan you have. Mm -hmm. 
I cannot work on your behalf because I don't know what kind of house you can buy. I don't know what price range you can buy in. And, you know, uh, if you have an FHA loan, you can't buy a fixer upper. No. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if there's chipped and peeling paint or uh, no handrails or a, a slew of, uh, of other items that yep. are wrong with a house, yep. you cannot buy that house with that loan unless you get a 203K loan. Which is something that your lender will talk to you about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, oh, so right. there are options. Right. What is that option? Then you, the, the lender can tell you all about this. But without exactly. having that information, you're right. This is, we can't make the right moves. But a good realtor knows good lenders that can navigate you through that process. 100%. So maybe a realtor is the first step. But yeah. yep. either way, before you actually start looking at yep. homes, pre-approval is really the number one step. You, you have to understand your budget. You have to understand your monthly payment, and you have to understand what kind of house you can buy before mm-hmm. you should go look at them. A hundred percent, and um, and I think that's why I think most of the times when people are thinking of the home buying process, they their first thought is realtor, not lender. Right. Um, even though you're right, the pre approval should technically come first. Um, I think their first thought is realtor, which is fine because then it's our job as a realtor to inform you that you really need to talk to a lender. If you don't have a lender, again, we're in connections with some great lenders. I can give you options. Like, there's not a problem there. And you want someone who can help you best in your particular situation. So you want somebody who can give you options. And that's where we should come in right away and say, hey, let's talk to a lender. Let's get all your information. That way we can make a better decision about, A, what houses we're going to see because we don't know what kind of loan you're going to get approved for and how we're going to proceed forward from there, you know? Right. Um, Yeah, no, that was good. Um, all right. So now I think we've talked about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more thing. What's I got, that? I, What's I really don't. I don't oh my I goodness. Don't, I don't know if I have anything else. <laughs> um, no, that was it. That was really good stuff. I, uh, I'll plug in your stuff. <laughs> You're done. You checked out. Mic throw. Uh, mic throw. You can't drop it here. No, you got to unplug I mean, it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll plug in your social medias a- okay. in the description here. And, um, you know, if anyone wants to reach out, ask any questions at any time, we'll plug in all the information for that. But I appreciate you being on the show, and I appreciate your time, buddy. Dude, I appreciate you having me on the first one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Number one. Yeah. Me gusta. All yeah. right. Well, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>